Welcome to The Complete Musician, creativity at its core, exploring innovative musical ideas, thoughts, and techniques for the modern musician in today's society, with your hosts, James Nagus and Drew Phillips. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another edition, episode, whatever you want to call it, of The Complete Musician. I'm James. I'm Drew. And I know every single time we do these, we say we're not going to timestamp them because we never know when these are going to get edited and when they're going to get released. But today was a kind of a weird day. <laughs> it's been a weird couple of days. A weird couple of days, couple of weeks. Um, and so this is our drum roll. COVID special. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were going to call it that. I don't know. What, however you say it. Um, it's a really weird time. I I mean, I at this point, I am still in school completely. Like, nothing's been canceled. Nothing's been done. But that is not the case for, like, 95% of our colleagues and you. Right. I mean, just today, we had, when I woke up this morning, or this, it was just before noon, we finally heard from our institution that things would resume as normal on Monday. And um, that was going against the trend of a lot of schools, like you said. <clears throat> and um, then, not like three hours later, we get another email that's like, well, actually, just kidding, uh, classes are suspended for the next two weeks. What? That's crazy. So, I just... Uh, and, you know, and you, it, we're not going to enforce our opinions on right. what we think and... Right. What we believe this actually is, although you can probably read the lines or between the lines on, you know, the sarcasm, the heavy sarcasm. But well, <laughs> we do we, sarcasm as a uh, sarcasm is just it's I don't know a defense mechanism from sure. fear. Sure, that's no. what it is. I'm terrified, and we don't. But, we're not those kind of doctors to give that kind of advice. Instead, right. we're the kind of doctors that give good musical advice that's what we've done that's what we do that's what we do and that's what we're going to do today so what i thought we'd actually do is because with all of these classes being canceled or moved online there's been a lot of discussion lately on well how exactly are we going to do that how do we take applied lessons recitals how do we move this online so what i thought we'd do is we just talk about it we we talk about it in a completely serious way give some really good suggestions so Let's just jump right in. I mean, the kind of the elephant in the room here is the lesson situation, like one-on-one -on -one lessons. If they're canning one-on-one face-to-face meetings, what do we do in lieu of that? So, Well, I mean, obvious, obvious thoughts that come to mind mm -hmm. that, you know, the, the administration and the things that would make sense, higher-ups would want us to use are things like Zoom and Skype and, mm -hmm. you know, recording and sending back and forth, you know, for our students and maybe even do some live things, despite the fact that people may live in other time zones and that their schedules don't match up. And that that is probably what they'd want us to do. But I don't know if that's the best answer. I don't think it is. I don't think they're really equipped to know what's best for us and for our students. So I agree. I'll, I'll propose the first thing that okay. I think. All right. I mean, I think there's a big problem with distance learning. Like mm. that's that's the issue here is the space. Agreed. Uh, we can do podcasting 
uh, far apart. But in terms right. of music, that's the issue. And the issue is contact. So um, what I propose is that we still do lessons, but we wear those big biohazard suits. Like when handling, you know, radioactive material. Yeah. What's the, um, uh, is like the 2319 from Monsters, Inc.? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, yep. Like so that. if we wore those, I don't think they would um, get in the way of the instrument too much. I'm still trying to figure out where the mouthpiece would go. But that doesn't really matter. I'm not worried about that. I think that the obvious answer there is there would have to be a little tiny hole in the suit, but you'd never be able to put the instrument down. You would only have to hold it at that that exact place. So then the mouthpiece, you can't have a breach. You Mm -hmm. cannot have a breach in the air. It cannot get in because obviously it's contaminated and infected. You cannot, Mm -hmm. you cannot. So you have to have it like on a rig and it just yep. kind of goes with you. No, all the time. you have to hold it. You literally have oh, to hold okay. it. Yeah. There's no case. <clears throat> yeah. Nope. You don't put it in a case anymore. Not in, not in this dire situation. I think that would work. And then we could still have, you know, lessons in our studios. Agreed. Um, we could still, you, you know, still travel. See our colleagues still travel. Yeah. Everyone would be a little androgynous. But you wouldn't know exactly who you're speaking to. You would not have the societal pressures of clothing, of any kind of like difference in appearance, because we would all be unified. It is pure equality right there. Uh Uh-huh. I agree. I think that's, I don't know, I think that's one kind of route we could go. I agree. I, um, I think you actually touched on another one. That's really nice when you said distance learning. So you're Mm -hmm. right. That's, that's true. And, but, you know, distance between the teacher and the student i think encourages um work on dynamics so i think what the obvious solution is is to align so let's say that one of my students uh one of my students lives in let's see uh, south dakota so if she and i were to have a lesson then i would say Mm -hmm. okay you need to face in a general south (laughs) eastern direction stand on the highest peak that you can well, I will make sure also, the bell's facing in that direction. Oh, that's true. And, uh, well, this is a trumpet player. So oh, okay. I would say, yeah. right, right. And so I will say, I will go to my highest point, which for me would be a local mountain. And what about your, just your route for? I, well, you have to get to the highest point. Okay. Because, you know, resonance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tall and harmonics. It's science. I don't know. You wouldn't understand. So she will go and sit on the highest peak there and... Mm-hmm. We would, I would say, okay, at this time you're going to start playing and then I will give you critique and I will sit up there and I will listen. And if her sound doesn't reach me, obviously it's not loud enough, obviously need more dynamics. <laughs> obviously it's not loud enough. She how needs to project. Going, yeah. How are you project reach the ears of that dedicated concert, concert patron who's been going for years and years and years, but you know, maybe sit likes to sit up in the nosebleeds, or maybe has like a little bit of hearing damage or hearing loss. You know, he could have forgotten to turn up his hearing aid for one particular concert, and you need to reach his poor little eardrum that is affected mm-hmm. by age or whatever other trauma has occurred in his life. You need to reach him. Well, you know, I think um, this really goes back to the origins of communication. I mean, it's simple, like mm. smoke. You know. Uh, yes. Cavemen would use smoke to communicate. Yes. And then we use drums, which would right. echo across mountains and ravines and caverns. And True. I don't know what they were doing in caverns with drums. It would be pretty loud. But 
this is just like the most obvious choice. Yes. You go to your highest place and you work on your dynamics, namely the loud ones. Mm -hmm. And if I can't hear from South Dakota, we obviously need to work on projection. Mm -hmm. that, is, that is, I think, a great solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, another one I was thinking is just the fact of, because everyone's obsessing, well, one thing they're obsessing with is toilet paper, and I still don't get that. That's baffling to me. Um, but the other thing is hand sanitizer. So finding ways to keep clean, soaps, mm. sanitizers. So I'm trying to think if we replace our oil and our horns uh, with hand sanitizer. We would be so clean. Yeah. And not only that, but think about it. They say that this is kind of airborne, this virus. It's true. Think about if it was going through your trumpet, through your horn, mm -hmm. what comes out the bell? It's clean. Always. It's, it's gone. In fact, it's a filter. You know, I think this is actually a pro tip that many professional players use mm -hmm. to get what we call a, a clear and, and pure tone. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when we say pure tone, that's shortening it for Purell. Purell. Yes. Exactly. And yep. I don't think many of our students understand that. I don't think they realize when we say, I want your your pure tone, or or when we say clear tone, it's like clearasil that you use on your face. Mm -hmm. It clears it up. Just like clears zits off your face, it clears up your yeah. your tone. So I never thought about these, that. I, I didn't realize that our students wouldn't oh, get that. You know, yeah, it's one of those things we learn in our secret doctorate classes that you know, we're not really allowed to tell anyone. But, uh, oops, I guess yeah. I spilled the beans. There's always those things. What did you wish you learned at school? But the question, the better question is, what did you learn that you can't say? Right. And that's just it. It's Fight Club. You just can't talk about it. Right. So everyone listening, you are, you are privy to very important information. So when we say pure tone, clear tone, we really mean that you, you need to be putting these uh, these products into your instruments because mm -hmm. they will come out the other end. Yeah. Um, I have another idea, unless you have one too. Ooh, no, go ahead. I'd love to okay. hear your idea. So let's just say you're resigned to the fact that we have to do a Skype lesson. Like that, okay. you're just in your heart, you know that that is the path towards success. Yes. Okay? Yes. What happens if you didn't pay your internet bill? Or say your student doesn't have internet the what obvious happens? solution yes is you go to a public wi-fi hotspot i'm thinking like a mcdonald's i'm thinking like a barnes and noble i like it a chick-fil-a yes serenade everyone and get your lesson in uh-huh yeah exactly you can place your order at chick-fil-a and well actually no they're really fast i was gonna say you get a couple mm. scales but you get like half of a scale yeah, if we're needing to go slow, we need to go Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah, that's really where we need to go. So, okay, maybe Wendy's. Okay, um, if they have free Wi-Fi. I'm thinking even slower, like... Uh, Arby's? <laughs> well, I'm thinking like TGI Fridays, maybe. I keep going. Um, I'm just thinking of really slow places. What always... What's... What takes forever? The Cracker Barrel cracker here barrel? takes forever. Yeah. yeah. That could yeah. work. Maybe. Um, maybe. Do they have free Wi-Fi at the DMV? <laughs> they should. You could get in a master class then. 
Oh boy, you could. That would take so long. I could learn happy so you would much. Make everyone there, they would love it. You they would the trumpet, and you just practice Petrushka. They would love it. You're just sitting in the line, number thirty-nine. Wow, it's just so happy and uplifting. Yeah, and so you I like do your that Skype idea. Lesson in a public hotspot. Mm, I like that idea. Um, and uh, sidebar, just as you mentioned TGI Fridays, let me just tell you about the wonderful TGI Fridays we have here in Lynchburg. Um, that is a couple streets over from where I lived. Um, I learned the other day that it closed down. Mm-hmm. Sad, right? Well, I know, right? You figure I, someone just decided it was time to pass on the franchise. Maybe they lived a long and fulfilling life um, and retired. But, um, well, it closed and it didn't tell its employees. Oh. Yeah, it was, yeah. They showed up and it was like, sign on the door, we're closed forever. And then the one health inspector showed up and said, Oh, rats. Rats. Yep, just like Arby's. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, so I'm thinking about what you're saying. You're right. What if you don't pay the Wi-Fi bill? Well, then you've got to get your, your, um got to get your sound and you've got to get your stuff to your teacher right mm-hmm. well the obvious solution well there are two ones that i think of one okay you and your student you have to get red solo cups okay you have to get a oh, really I, I long you're going with string you're twine going. and you need to play into one end so that your teacher or student can hear the other end that's mm-hmm. one solution that would be a little bit of a stretch well, with the only, twine only because i think you have to be each be in a tree house for that to work is that true mm. maybe maybe in the the south i it was only when i lived in oregon that's what we did and it was fine on the ground but i oh, okay you know i i don't know but i was you know transmitting to wisconsin so who knows up there mm-hmm. in the great white north um but the other thing is um, of course, everyone down here in the South, of course, and you know, we live in the South. Mm-hmm. Everyone has Just mason jars. We have mason jars. So True. all you really have to do is play into your mason jar and seal it up real tight and then uh, mail it to your teacher. Because as soon as they open it, your beautiful sounds, if anything in cartoons have taught me anything, it's that as soon as you unseal that, you'll get the message. How much sound like are we talking how many minutes can one standard mason jar fit well as you know that depends on the size of the mason jar and the amount of moonshine that you've made true and drunk out of it true yeah i mean that also changes your overall pitch so if you're transposing and you want to be a little bit lower you just drink more of the mason of the uh the moonshine and then play into it Mm, yes okay that's true i like that yeah, mm-hmm. it, the mail would take a little bit longer, but as long as you pay, um, you know, for next day delivery, and uh, well, I mean, okay, hold on, money bags. <laughs> Do you know how much <laughs> that costs these days? <laughs> Actually, USPS overnight, it's like a million dollars. So media mail wait, 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 for two dollars and seventy seven cents, you can send media through USPS, and you get tracking information and everything. Now it may take up to seven years. <laughs> but at least you won't take out a mortgage. Wait, hold on one minute. I think we're confusing things. Like you're saying USPS as in like people. See, I'm talking about USPS United States P 
pigeon service. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. And see, pigeons, as we know, birds can carry very heavy loads, especially swallows. They can mm-hmm. carry things like coconuts. So mm. I'm pretty sure that if I fill a mason jar that's like half full of moonshine, half full of a sound, and give it to a, a pigeon, I'm pretty sure he can carry it wherever I want. And if I pay <laughs> that pigeon in birdseed, I'm not wasting money. Do you have to have birdseed on the receiving end? Like, you you know, you take a taxi cab. You don't pay the taxi before you leave. Mm, I don't know. one of those, like, you get, what if, what if, you get it from your student and then the bird says like pay up schmuck um but it, like a collect call it just was too much can you send it back well they are rude you're right uh i don't know i do know in harry potter that you had to give the owl some uh some something for mm. it to return like some money like a a gold can you give it um, like a stick of gum I don't, I don't know. In Harry Potter, you had to give him like a, a canut or a stinkle or whatever those little muddy things are. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. um, you, mu- you may have to. Pigeons are very rude. They are from New York City. I mean, New yeah. York. They're rude. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. don't talk to them because then they'll just... You know, they'll run over your dog. Your neighbor and your dog. Speaking of what, which, I don't know. Do you have any other ideas or do you want to go to commercial break? Um, I think those are really solid ideas that, I, I mean, if, if we do go to this, then I think that these are all solid plans. We may have to invent more as, yes. you know, I mean, the pigeons may go on strike. Um, are pig- we are may they unionized. I don't think so. After the great, uh, pigeon strike of 1924, I think they, okay. they've really disbanded, well, but that, that's good news. Hmm. Um, you know, we may run out of mason jars. We mm-hmm. may uh, red solo cups are probably at an all-time low at this point. So yeah, and string. You know, cats and those cat people get all that stuff. You never know. But that's I think true. for now, that's a pretty good one. So I, I think we can go to commercial. Okay. Well, here is uh, one of our sponsors. I need a ride to the library at the corner of 5th and Fountain Street. Does this sound like you? Are you tired of dealing with crabby cabbies? Get out of the way, Joyke! I'm gonna run over your neighbor and your dog! Are you too mainstream to use Uber? Nah. Well, lucky for you, there's a new ride in town. Ride of the Valkyrie! The newest taxi service in town. Download our app or give us a ring. Cycle. Our cars are gassy and all our drivers are named Richard Wagner. Call us toll expensive at 1-800-555-GODDARDAMERUNG. This app and service has never existed and will never exist because that is absurd and no one has the patience and time to listen to the whole ring cycle anyway and it's not affiliated with anyone anything ever and it's not an official sponsor of the Complete Decision Podcast. And we're back from our commercial break. Welcome back, everybody. So we always like to end or play some kind of game. So I have a game for us to play. We do. Yeah, I mean, we usually just like to end with levity because usually our, you know, the first parts of our podcast are serious. We had As a very serious this. first part. Yes. Yes. Lots of help with it. So what's our game? 
Uh, so we're going to do some learning today. Ooh, good. Well, we're maybe not learning, but we're going to get more educated. Um, okay. So one of the things that I really enjoy is I like, uh, I really enjoy things that are ridiculous and a little silly. You? And no. I know, it's surprising. I know. But one of my favorite things I like to listen to, other than, you know, you know me. I love listening to classical music. It's like mm-hmm. on my playlist all the time. Just endless amounts of horn and all that. You actually put so much classical music on your first gen iPod that it exploded. It did, and that's why I don't listen to it anymore. So this time, the other thing I like to listen to is I like to listen to mainstream music. Music that's sometimes a little out there, um, a little different. Maybe not like contemporary classical music, not like that, you know, <laughs> the serious stuff. But more mainstream kind of poppy kind of music. Mm-hmm. So some of the stuff I like to listen to uh, has some kind of silly band names. So today what we're going to do is we're going to play a game where I'm going to tell you a band name that mm. may or may not be real. And it's okay. your job to decide whether or not it's a real or made up band name. Okay. Is that the only part, or do I also get to guess like what type of music or what their songs might be? Or oh, it, um, yes, I would love for you to do that. So because okay, I know yes. a lot about this stuff. Yeah, oh, I know. I know this isn't going to be a fun game for you, but I hope hope our listeners will enjoy this. Uh, yes, you can decide. Uh, it, no matter what, if you guess it's uh, real, then you have to tell me what genre. And then you have to mm-hmm. tell me at least three songs that they'd write. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. So there are 11, uh, 11 of these. Okay. Okay. So there's a pretty equal number of real ones and band names that I made up. Okay. Okay. So number one on this list. And if they're real, I'll also like play a clip of it just so you can hear it. Oh, is that legal? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Because it's all on like Bandcamp. Oh, okay. <laughs> that did, that is not. Wait, wait, wait. That is not a foreshadowing of the quality. That is not. Or Bandcamp is a it, a legitimate distribution method. It might be. Anyway, okay. Here's our first one. Number one, uh, the band Pumpkin Surprise. Pumpkin real, Surprise. Yep. Real or fake? Uh. That is not a band. That is a Starbucks drink. You're right. It's not a real band. I made that. Oh, <laughs> I know. I told you. I know. You're this right. Stuff. You should get. <laughs> you should get a reward. What should you get? What should I reward you for doing this? Should, should I, I Venmo a, you like a penny? A Stanley nickel. I'll give you. I'll Venmo you a Stanley nickel for every single one you get right. Okay. Can I trade them in for shoot bucks? Only if you get every one of them right. Okay. Yeah. Because they have to equal it out. Okay, so that was number one. Pumpkin surprise, not a real band. Um, like I said, not it's even a during... Starbucks drink. And the surprise yeah, yeah, yeah. is, you know, they have all those little uh, shots of flavor. Yeah, they just they take a pumpkin spice latte and, and then they, they spit just... in it. Yes, you're right. That's <laughs> yes, they spit <laughs> the, in it. The shot and is they saliva. Put a random, a random flavor slider like maraschino cherry and Ooh. peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh. the surprise. Surprise! Yeah, everyone likes surprises. All right, so that was number one. All right, number two. Come at me, bro, with a sword. 
oh, that's got to be real. I actually went to their first concert. It was in an underground bar. It was um, in um, Sioux City, South Dakota. Did you? And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And their lead singer, um, Jimmy Jimmy, he actually had two first names. It was the weirdest thing oh, in the wow. world. Yeah. Wow. He, um, he was quite the character. Okay. He All he did was stand on stage and just shout at the audience, Wow, did he just shout Jimmy, like his name? No, he just shouted for them to come at him. <laughs> oh, okay, just, oh, that's right, because he had a sword. Well, yeah. well, right. Okay, so what kind of genre is this? Oh, this is New Age. This New Age? Okay, so what are some of the titles of their song? It's just all come at me, bro, I have a sword. Bro, with a sword, that's it. That's, that's all it. the Every titles. single song. And on their album, it's just yes. different punctuation. It's come at me, comma, bro, with a sword, then mm-hmm. come, comma, at me, bro, with a sword. Mm-hmm. Come at me, I mean, bro, comma, with a sword. It's actually pretty deep. I think it he is. was the um, second place for the Pulitzer in 2017, I think. I think I think you're right. Yeah, 2017. That was, <laughs> yep, it was in that year. Well, yep. as well, just like that year does not exist, neither does this band. So oh, no. <laughs> not to ruin your credibility, but it must have been a dream. It, it must have been. But it sounds like a great idea. And I think maybe yeah. if you decided to spearhead that off of your Bandcamp account, I think you might get some hits. That's true. Yeah, yeah but I liked uh, your ideas. It was great. I bet the domain Great. name is available for very cheap. Probably. Okay, so yes, I made that one up. All right, here's the next one. The number three. I hastily apologize for my giant head. I I thought we were talking about bands, not things that I've told people. <laughs> you, I, I sometimes, like, I think I have a weird head. I'm, I'm going to say this is, this is, this can't be a band. No, no way. That's too mouthful. It's it, there's no way you could say that if you're being introduced, like you're about to go on stage. Yeah. It just doesn't have pizzazz. It sounds like the uh, yeah, it's fake. It, it sounds like the announcer would be like, "And I hastily apologize for my giant head." Everyone would go, "Okay, we accept." <laughs> In the audience, you do right. have a giant head, and we uh, also another clue is I am. certain that any of the bands that I picked uh, would not use the word hastily. True. Because if you ask them what part of speech that is, I guarantee you they would not know. I'm starting to think that all 11 of these are fake. No. No. But, (laughs) no. But, uh, yes, the first, yes, the first three were fake. Okay. Um, Okay, number four. Uh, Number four is, these are separate phrases, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to put the space in there. Get owl. Fly owl, kill owl. Oh, that's real for sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. and that is, you know what? That's like a folk heavy metal combo. Hmm. So I feel like it's heavy metal back, like you have your double pedaled bass drum, but then you have like a Joni uh, a Mitchell. Wait, is that the right? Is that a person? Joni Mitchell, she is a person. Okay, yes, you're you right. Have her like on lead vocals, like singing about like sunshine and autumn rain and stuff. Let's but see. To just like a super grunge rock background. Hmm. Joni Mitchell. Um. Uh. Her real name is Roberta, mm-hmm. and Joni is a stage name. Uh. She's a Canadian singer, and you're right. She is folk, pop, rock, and jazz. 
There you go. Um, that's a uh, that's interesting about her. She uh, let's see, she released quite a few albums. I d- I don't know much about her. Um, but uh, yeah, she did a lot of uh interesting things with synthesizers. I guess. Um, what what? W- yeah, what would some of her um, what would some of her songs be? In you this in this band of get out fly out kill out. You tell me. Well, I mean, if this was a real band, because I'm not going to tell you yet, um, then I think that some of the songs might be things like um, a "Vomit" and "Why It's Good," mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, "Chase the Mouse," "I See the Mouse," that might be a good one, mm-hmm. or uh, "Spin Your Head Right Round, Baby," like a uh, Exorcist. Yeah, I, I do like that was actually in contention for the first like um, song at a wedding recently mm. I went to. Oh yeah, like that was that was gonna be the first dance. It would really turn heads. It would. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apart from all of that, unfortunately, that band is not real, and I made that up as well. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure I based it on something that was called something similar to it. Um, I based it on, let me see, uh, where is it? Cause I, I had fun making these up. Um, let's see. Oh, I, um, I, oh yeah. I based it off one that said, get cape, wear cape and fly. Oh, which I thought was very endearing. No capes. No capes. No. no capes. Okay. That was number four. Okay. Number five. All right. So number five is... Stickmen with ray guns. Stickmen with ray guns. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hmm. Real or fake? I mean, my gut says real, but I'm going to say it's fake. And I'm going to say fake because it actually sounds like it's real. And that's why I say it's real, because it's actually fake. That is a very confusing answer. Well, that's my answer. Deal with it. Okay. Well, uh, you say it's fake because it's real, because it must be fake. Yes. Okay. Well, it is real. It is a real. uh, They are an American punk rock band from Dallas, Texas. Mm. Um, It comes, uh, let's see. It's... They were going to say their name was Brown Day because of all the, you know, heat and desert and sand. Does right. Take off a green day. Right. But that was already taken also. It was already taken. Yeah. Brown day. Well, that was a, uh, that ensemble went in the toilet. Um, but this, uh, this band, the lead singer, his name is Bobby Sox and S O X X. Um, that was, uh, mm. that was his, um, his name. And I assume I'm that sure he, he was never ridiculed in school. No, um, probably not. And he had a great life. Um, yeah, his, his great life, uh, he spent some time in prison and mm-hmm. a mental hospital and mm-hmm. he died of liver failure due to acute alcoholism in 2000. He, uh, that, that's a roller coaster. Right so there. that's, uh, that's them. Well, I, I need to tell you, and you have to know they, um, they release songs such as, <laughs> such as Christian rat attack. Okay. That's um, good. And an album entitled Some People Deserve to Suffer. I feel like this was a troubled man. 
<laughs> what whatever gave you that <laughs> idea? Especially because his name is Bobby Sox, and then his actual name was Bobby Glenn Calverly. He was never even a Robert. Nope, he's just a Bobby. Oh. Bobby? Bobby? Well. Okay. Well, anyway, that was Stickmen with Ray Guns. So um, this is maybe uh, a clip of what they sound like. Okay, so that was number five. Uh, okay, number six. Ready for this one? Yep. Okay. Uh, the band. The first person to see an elephant. Mm. Yeah, that's real. Let me tell you why. All right. Because uh, I want it to be. Were they the first people to see an elephant? Well, the better question is, did that elephant remember them when they came back? And I'm going to say yes, because elephants don't forget. I. It's true. They actually don't forget. Which actually, is also is, the yeah. elephant's band's name. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw that person. Mm. And then, then I remembered them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I saw her face, I was a believer. You were. But no, no. That band is called The First Person to See the Monkeys. Oh, I guess I had a doubt in my mind. Mm. So, so what style is this? Um, yeah, I'm thinking like just an acoustic guitar duo. Hmm. Just okay. like some real nice, smooth, like you'd play it in a coffee shop. Okay. Do you have As any you're ordering I- your uh, pumpkin surprise? Okay. Do you have any idea of what their songs would be? Um, I'm gonna say uh, "Whistle While You Knit" is one. Mm. Uh, a, a breeze through many trees. Is okay. This another one. Yeah. And then their most popular song was "A Ripple in My Latte." Wow. It's very coffee shop. Um, well, uh, you're not right on the songs, but yes, they are real. Mm. Um, they are a U.S. band uh, released in 2002 is when they released their first album. Um, the album is entitled, uh, I guess it's a self-titled album, uh, The First Person to See an Elephant. Oh, wait, no. it's uh, There's like some French name I'm not going to pronounce after it. I don't know why. Um, but the style, they say, is shoegaze experimental. I don't know what that means. Nope, don't know. Uh, but their track list, I'll just tell you that there are songs in their track list, and two of them are over 15 minutes long. Um, one is called We Are the Countries, and the other one, oh, excuse me, it's uh, almost 13 minutes, called The General Feel of March 24th, 2001. That's for the experimental. And very specific. Um, mm-hmm. And then my other favorite one on this CD called uh, salty women. Mm. So, um, that is that band, and this is what they sound like. Okay, so the next one that was number six, yeah, yeah. Oh, we okay, have the five next one. more to go. Oof. Yeah, I've uh, been taking too long on these. I know. Okay, what the if next you did, one. Like three more. Pick your favorite three. No, I can't do it. It's they're too good. Nope, nope. You got to go fast. Okay, the oh, next okay. one. Then we'll go okay. fast. Okay, uh, this next one is called "The Birds Are Spies." Nope, not a band. They report to the trees. Nope, not a band. Not a band? Nope. No? Nope. You don't you don't think so? Nope. I'll tell well, you why. Okay. Um I don't have a reason why. I just know in my heart 
Well, you're wrong because they are a band and they were formed in Oslo in uh, and they only gave us three short, just short years from 2004 to the 2007. Although they have a very oddly active, if sporadic Facebook page. So you should go look for them. Um, and uh, it seems that this band is very paranoid. Um, not sure why, but that's just mm. how they are. And they seem to fit into the genre of emo core. I see. Yeah. So this is what the birds are spies, comma, they report to the trees, sounds like. Okay, next one. Uh, okay, here goes. Uh, this band is called Congratulations on Your Decision to Become an Astronaut. Let's uh, let's take an audience poll. Okay. Audience listeners, what do you think? Please call in with the number on the bottom of your screen. Actually, if you if you just shout it loudly, we'll probably be able to hear you. So try that now. Okay, I'm listening. Okay, what'd you get? Um, was a big. That was a big. Uh, a big return on that. Yeah, uh, I I see the audience overwhelmingly. I would say surprisingly, overwhelmingly thinks it's a band. In fact, someone is even said that they know someone in that band mm, which really? i find a little suspect i i feel like they might be lying maybe well i think what they are is confused because that is not a band but i think they are actually thinking of the band congratulations on your decision to become a pilot because that is a band uh, okay see that is a band that must yeah yeah well yeah. like the motivational poster that i saw in elementary school said uh, not everyone can be an astronaut, and it showed a picture of French fries. <laughs> it's, it's very demotivational. Yes, with <laughs> um, uh, some of their uh, their album is only seven U.S. dollars, and their uh, songs include things like uh, "When We Were Kids, We Built a Treehouse from Our Neighbor's Windows, and If You Get Far Enough Away, It Looks Like a Giant Eyeball." Mm-hmm. Um, or the great hit Charity Creeping Around Upstairs, page 265. Mm. That just rolls off the tongue. Uh, yeah. Or um, the, the next one that's really a personal favorite, Why You Should Read Books That Don't Exist. I really, I treasure that as one of the highlights of my collection. I really love it. Okay, so that was uh, that was that one. Uh, which one was that? That was number eight. Okay. So eight more. for eight. Right. You are. You're exactly right. Okay. So you're going to get a shrewd book out of this if you keep it up. All right. Number nine. Uh, the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Abnormally Premature Aardvarks. That sounds like something you just made up. In Does fact, it? didn't you... Wasn't that the working title for one of your compositions? Well... It was until I got until sued you... almost by the band because it is a band, and oh, uh, yeah, it is. Um, uh, not what a... kind of band are they though? Do you know? Um, or are you going to speculate? No, um, I don't know because they released their first record in 1967. Mm-hmm. Um, no idea why they named themselves what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and on their well, first, you had LP, to guess. If you had to guess, I think it like would be, be. Well, I think it would sound pretty new age because I think it's just a bunch of aardvarks bumping together. Yeah, possibly. and I don't even know what a sound an aardvark makes. I imagine with that tongue, it'd be sort of a sound, but I'm not sure. Oh, like the Russian uh, singers. Sure, more or more like Patrick on the sure. 
the little little I think it's yeah. like that. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, but there are three songs on that album are Why Do I Try, well, To Help Me Get Along, and Girls in the Fields. One of these things is not like the other. Hmm. Anyway. Or maybe so that is. was Yeah. So anyway, that was our Aardvark band. Or our premature Aardvark band. All right, uh, we have two more. All right, number ten. Ready? Mm-hmm. Number ten. Let's get out of this terrible sandwich shop. Oh, I just, I feel, that makes me sad, actually. Well, because I love a good sandwich, and few things are more disappointing than a bad sandwich. Like, soggy bread, bad sandwich. Too much mm. mustard, bad sandwich. Mm. Old, nasty, floppy pickles, bad mm. sandwich. Yeah. So, anytime that that thought even crosses my mind of, like, going into a good deli and being disappointed, mm-hmm. it, it just saddens me. So I don't even want to answer this one. Oh, um, well, it, it it is a band. Um, they uh, they are based out of Chicago. Um, I think they call themselves a uh, goof pop. Hmm. Is it like ring I, pop? I don't know, cause that'd be really tasty. Um, but uh, goof pop, and uh, oh, they have a really easy abbreviation: L G O O T T S S. Ah, really okay. easy. I think I've seen Almost. that on bracelets. Me too. Um, they're really huge. They go around your neck. Yeah. Yep. They're huge. Um, early 2000s, but they are indie pop. Okay. That's a generic way of saying we don't know what we are. Hmm. Yep. So, And their first album was called Listen. Not self-promotion at all, though. Okay. Like, it'd be pretty hard just to watch an album. I mean, you would be kind of missing something, I feel. And I believe that their first album uh, had a man with an axe who kind of looks like a kind of like a balding uh, Dwight Schrute mm. with like a leather jacket and an axe. Anyway, okay, so that was number ten. All right, our last one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This last one is called Konami Code for Ninjas. Oh, that's real, and that's K-pop. That's a K K-pop band. It's got like seven people and they all dance in sync and they do the konami code like their dance yeah. moves are the konami code it's like a ddr down yes down, or up yeah up, down down left right left and right. some of their songs are like B- big A-star. head mode unlimited lives oh. and um one of my favorites no clip wow um, I believe you're right. It could be a K-pop band. That's not actually the name of the band because I made it up. But there is a band entitled Up, Up, Down, Down, Left, Right, Left, Right, B, A, Start. Mm. There is. And this is a New Jersey band uh, that is the Konami Code uh, that were last active in 2008. Uh, but they're pretty self-deprecating because their first album in 2007 released was called Worst Band Name Ever. Well, if that's just... That's just sad. Yeah. And this is what they sound like. So, that was our game. I hope you learned something. Uh, no. I actually, I knew everything already. But I hope ah, our audience learned something. I hope they did. And I hope they maybe went and looked up some interesting music that they, uh, they weren't aware of that existed. And maybe they um, found a new genre that they'd really love. Like uh, Goof Pop. Goof Pop. Or uh, Emo Core. And, you know, in these times of distance learning uh we can spend more time listening to music and i think if you find something you like this is a perfect opportunity to introduce it to other musicians 
like and us. to get inspiration. So listen away, share away, and um, knowledge is power. And I think that concludes our episode of the Complete Musician Podcast on very serious distance learning and a fun game. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, we have an email at cormotohorn at gmail.com. Uh, please subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our page on Facebook. Uh, we have lots of content that we're going to put out soon. We also just put up a video of our latest recital that we did at Columbus State University, a little promo video that you can go and listen to all of our new music if you're uh, interested in getting in contact with us. And in seriousness, take care of your health. Make sure you practice good, safe hygiene. And uh, we'll probably do a, an actual podcast on legitimate answers <laughs> for these <laughs> questions at some point because it's a very topical and relevant thing and I'll, and as inconvenient as this all seems initially it's a really exciting time I think to incorporate technology into our teaching um, and to provide the students with the different forms of representation and, and learning styles so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time bye <laughs>